feeling shaky after maternity or another long leave from work? Comeback Coach is the Wobbly Bottom podcast about kick-ass comebacks with coaching psychologist Jessica Chivers. She's exactly what you need when you're riding the return to work roller coaster. Hello, I'm Jessica and welcome to this special episode of Comeback Coach for everyone who's feeling a bit flat after Christmas and needs help cranking up again. As well as regular listeners, I'm imagining we'll have some new ears joining us and I'm delighted you are here. The podcast forms part of our Comeback Community Employee Experience and when I say our, I'm talking about the Talent Keeper Specialists, the business on a mission to help employers hang on to talented and valuable people. The Comeback Community Employee Experience is designed to keep employees feeling confident, connected and cared for when they take any kind of extended leave from work, from maternity to sick leave, adoption, bereavement and shared parental leave. You can find out more in a one-minute film on comebackcommunity.co.uk if you're curious. Now, if you've got any questions, comments or feedback on anything you hear in this episode, you can either send me an email, jc at talentkeepers.co.uk, or find me on Instagram using the handle at comebackcom. Right, let's crack on with what you came for. And these five tips can be summarised as hard, easy, walk, reflect and connect. Let's go. Number one, do something difficult. Now, this might sound like an odd starting place, especially if you're used to starting the week with something gentle, perhaps knocking off a few easy emails. However, number one on this list to help you transition back into work mode after Christmas holidays is to do something difficult. I'm asking you to set a timer for 45 minutes and in that time to get as far as you can on a task or a project that is complex, that's challenging or that's something you have been putting off. Perhaps it isn't urgent, but it's important. Perhaps it has strategic significance, but if it doesn't get delivered anytime soon, it's not going to cause you too much trouble. Hence why it hasn't already been done. Now, when you do something difficult, the sense of accomplishment is significant. And what a great way to start back after Christmas. To know that you've got traction on something that needs doing that you've been putting off is just brilliant. And starting back in this way really sets you up for the rest of the week because once you've done something difficult, everything else seems so much easier. And of course, what you've done by starting something and only committed to it for 45 minutes is you've put yourself in a really good place to continue to work on that difficult thing because you've overcome the initial inertia. Getting started is the most difficult thing and that's why we set a timer for just 45 minutes That's all you're committing to doing is focusing on that thing exclusively for three quarters of an hour. And I know you can do that. Number two, do something that's quick, easy and satisfying. Let's put some yin to that yang of number one by doing something that you find easy and oh so satisfying. I imagine you have small tasks in your working life that you'd enjoy doing but can't really justify doing them because they're not urgent or they're not important 
Or perhaps, if you're really honest, they sit in the role profile of someone who is a grade or two or maybe more junior to you. For me, that's something like making updates to our websites. I've got the skills to do that, but it's not the best use of my time, so I don't do it most of the time. I leave it up to someone else. But just occasionally, though, I allow myself to have a play, to add new videos, to tweak headings, to refresh the graphics, because it gives me a sense of accomplishment so quickly, and I love tidying things up and prettifying things. Or maybe I handwrite postcards to clients, coaches, or team members with an inspiring message, which plays to my love of making people feel cared about and strengthening and deepening relationships. Think of these things, whatever they are for you, as a reward for doing the hard thing, the number one thing. Or maybe the task that you'd find quick, easy and satisfying is something that doesn't fall into anyone's job description in your team, but it'll give you a sense of accomplishment nonetheless, like cleaning your desk. That's if you still have a desk or combing through old files and deleting or archiving them, or going out to buy coffees for the team and having a wander around the office just chatting. If you think about the skills involved in those quick, easy and satisfying tasks, you might be able to identify a particular strength or strengths behind them. A strength is something that you are good at and that you find energising. When we're coaching people who are returning to work after a break, we invite them to complete a psychometric called Strengths Profile. They receive a report outlining their top realised and unrealised strengths, weaknesses and learned behaviours. And the power is very much in the debrief where we help the individual to reconnect with accomplishments, professional high points and the potential for using their strengths again when they return to work. It's a really energising conversation that boosts their sense of possibility, positive anticipation and powers up their professional confidence. Tip three, have a daily brisk walk in daylight without your phone. Walking is a seriously underutilised business tool. When we walk, we have more divergent ideas, which is useful for anybody, whether or not you see yourself as a creative individual in a creative role or not. When we're in motion, it helps ideas and thoughts to flow. We can sort things out in our mind that are troubling us. We can start to problem solve, work out how we're going to achieve something. In short, walking really is the most brilliant tool for good health and productivity. When you think you're too busy to have a walk, that's precisely the time that you need to. I wrote a piece about the power of walking coaching meetings and the research behind walking and divergent thinking, which is over on our main website, talentkeepers.co.uk. And there's a link in the show notes if you're curious. And if you think you don't have time to exercise or to get out of the operational day-to-day part of your role and into the strategic, I implore you to start diarising daily solo walks or runs. Mark this time in your diary because this is essential headspace for doing great work. Your diary shouldn't be the preserve of meetings with other people. It's also a place to schedule time with yourself, which brings me to tip number four. Tip number four, have a half day away day by yourself. Now, you'll be more than familiar with team away days where we step away from our day-to-day roles and think together as a collection of people working to achieve a common goal, thinking about the future, how we've been working together, how we want to work together, 
what we've achieved, what's coming up and what we need to achieve in the next quarter, half year or financial year. Now I'm going to invite you to have a half day by yourself. Yes, a half day away day. If you're in a senior role, this should be easy to do. You just need to give yourself permission, which is something some of our coaches have committed to do on a quarterly basis in 2023, to have that thinking space by themselves. If you're in a junior role and you like this idea, why not circulate this episode around your team and ask what people think? Now, this half day away day is about taking some time to look at your life as a whole because we're whole beings and work affects home and home impacts work. On a traditional team away day, we don't think about our whole lives. We think together about the professional work that we share. And on this half day, I'm inviting you to do two things. The first is to review the year that's been, if you haven't already done that. And the second is to think forward to what you want to be able to say has happened by the time you get to New Year's Eve 2023. And you might choose to start mulling these two questions over on a technology-free walk. Remember how divergent thinking is substantially increased when we problem-solve whilst walking. You could go out with a flask of something hot and a notebook and ponder one question, then stop to make some notes, or end your walk at a cafe and scribble away in the warm, or maybe as is often the case with corporate away days, you could go to a swanky country hotel for a morning or afternoon and enjoy the different atmosphere and walk in the grounds and maybe a treat in the spa afterwards. I think there's a nice opportunity for you and your colleagues to take photos of your individual away days and share them on a group chat and then come together in the few days afterwards to have a session sharing, discussing and agreeing team plans. And as a team, you could share some of the personal aims you have for 2023 and then encourage and remind one another to take the actions that will get you there. And tip number five, connect with a colleague who's doing something you admire. No matter how long we've done what we do for a living, how senior we are or how much we earn, All of us definitely have times when we privately admire or envy the skills of people around us. And when I think about mentoring, the first image that comes to my mind is an uninhibited young woman in a suit asking lots of questions of an older male in a suit, probably because that was my first experience of mentoring. Unfortunately, as we acquire more experience and longer tenure, we're less likely to ask the, how do you do it and how does this work? type questions that new graduates typically ask of their older mentors. There's a reluctance to show vulnerability because we fear being judged, people thinking less of us, looking weak or incompetent. The truth is though there's so much to gain by telling someone that you admire a particular quality or skill of theirs and then asking them to tell you about how they cultivated it. Coming back from Christmas is a perfect time to do this Many of us feel flat after the break and imagine the lift you'd get if someone stopped by your desk or dropped into your inbox to tell you they marvel at the way that you do something. Well, it's like having a double espresso, a clear inbox and being given licence to run a project exactly as you wish with double the budget and headcount. Yes, you like that. Well, 
that's a gift you could be giving to someone else. And because everyone is just starting to crank up again after time away, they're more likely to have the space to tell you about how they cultivated that thing that you admire. So go on, whose day are you going to make? Now I said I was sharing five tips, but as my husband and children know, I'm both cheeky and like pushing limits. So here's number six. Keep something going you enjoyed over your break. A great way to aid any transition is to hang on to something from what went before and bring it into what's happening now. Something familiar or comforting. You might like to hang on to reading fiction in bed first thing in the morning, even if just for five minutes. Or having cream in your coffee instead of milk. Perhaps it's ten minutes of YouTube yoga before breakfast or watching a bit of comedy after lunch. What's something you enjoyed doing over Christmas that you could keep going or do a version of for these first few weeks back at work? I'll leave you to ponder that one, and maybe you'll share it with your team at your gathering following your individual half-day away days. I hope that this has been an uplifting listen, and that you feel moved to give one or all of those six ideas a go, And you might like to explore other episodes of the podcast too. Just search for Comeback Coach on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or head to our website, talentkeepers.co.uk, where you can listen online. We've got episodes on coming back from burnout, coming back from cancer, anxiety, postnatal depression, how to make job sharing work, how to rebuild your confidence and credibility after a break, and so much more. The podcast has been described as simply brilliant and a game changer and something HR needs to recommend to all employees coming back from a break. To all who've reviewed and rated the podcast, thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. Now, finally, my favourite place to communicate with listeners is on Instagram using the handle at comebackcomuk because I can send you voice memos, text notes and links to other resources that you might like via the direct messaging function. So... If you have enjoyed this episode and or got something useful from it, would you come and tell me? I love hearing from you. And until next time, stay bright.